0: Good morning and welcome to Ask the Expert, an award-winning daily series from 8.30am to 9am to help small businesses. If you've got any questions during this session, please ensure you ask them in the live feed comments and we will get those answered as best we can. If you need any more advice, during the official, uh, please join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. There's accountants and business experts such as myself on there 24-7. During this live session, you'll be running a we'll be running a poll, so please do engage with it and I'll reveal the answer at the end of the session and give some feedback on that. And don't forget, if you're on TikTok, to check out our Be Your Own Boss competition. Pitch a new business idea, and you could be winning investment mentorship and business advice to help it make a reality. The competition closes on Wednesday, so please make sure you Post your TikTok before then and tag hashtag be your own boss to enter. My name is Johan Gorey. I'm the managing director of the OnPoint Accounting Group. We're a group of, of accounting firms and brands that work to, across the UK with various industries and various sized businesses to help them deliver a faster and smoother accounting process. So The last few times I've been on recently, I've been talking about uh, managing a team, leading by example. As the COVID restrictions have lightened up a bit more, um, what I have been doing is going out and seeing my clients, um, hearing about their stories, learning about what they're doing to protect their business going forwards. And in that last couple of weeks, I've heard some fantastic examples of people using their ingenuity and initiative to be able to protect their business from COVID um, and to keep trading even when um, people are testing positive and we're seeing spikes. So I thought it'd be a really good opportunity today just to go through some of the things I've seen our small businesses do over the last couple of weeks uh, to try and share some best practice, give you guys some ideas of how you can help carry on trading. So first of all, I think the biggest lesson I've learned, having seen clients from across multiple council areas, is to check the local council rules, speak to the COVID uh, team member at the council, and work out where they sit in the regards to how they're going to deal with your business and what they're going to ask you to do if you. Are alerted to a positive case. So, for example, one council area I visited recently to see one of my clients, they are very relaxed um, from the point of view of they are looking to support you to continue trading. As long as you've got the right processes and systems in place, they will allow you to continue trading, providing everything's clean and the people that have been in contact with the staff members or customer that may have tested positive on that day is isolated so i'll give you some examples of that later um, but other council areas have been they have been very much a case of overcautious almost so the moment there's an alert you have to shut your business down there and then go and get everyone tested deep clean the business and only if your staff come back as all negative can you reopen If your staff come back as positive, you need to stay closed and isolate everyone. Um, So I have seen some fantastic ways people are working to be able to be closed for a minimum amount of time. So I just wanted to go through those. Um, The first one is to put your staff into bubbles. If you've got lots of staff, um, so if you're running a restaurant, for example, or a hospitality venue maybe, and you've got lots of staff, try and put them in each put teams into bubbles so if you've got a restaurant and you've got waiting staff put them into multiple teams and try and get them to and rotate them so they don't interact with each other so that way if someone in team 1 gets tested positive for covid you only need to isolate team 1 teams 2 and 3 can continue working and serving customers and pick up the extra shift in team 1 um so yeah, team bubbles is a really good way of limiting the uh, exposure of COVID and limiting the damage it can do to your business and the length of time you're going to shut down for. Um, another thing I've seen that has been very successful and prevented damaging the business is uh, businesses are asking their employees to do lateral flow tests the night before they come back to work. So if your staff member's had a week off or a few days off, Um, even if it's just their two days off for the week. They've been asked to do a lateral flow test so that they can confirm that they're safe to go back to work the next day. Um, So we had a case where a chef went away for a week, came back, tested the night before they went back to work, and he tested uh, positive. But because he tested the night before he went back to work and he'd been away for a week, it had no impact on the business. So the business could continue trading minus a chef, but it meant they could continue trading, whereas if the staff member hadn't been tested the night before, had gone back to work, and then tested and found out that they were positive for COVID, the business would have been shut down, staff would have been isolating, it would have been an absolute mess. So it's a really good idea to encourage your staff to get the free lateral flow test from the government website, and test themselves before they come back to work after a period of time off. Uh, Other businesses I've seen are asking their staff to do three lateral flow tests every two days. The reason they're doing this is it means that they can go back those two days, work out who they've worked with, work out what guests and customers have been potentially exposed to COVID, if anyone tests positive, and it has a minimal impact on the staff team. Whereas if you test once a week, and that person that tests positive has worked with lots of people during that week, it's going to have a really big impact on your losing staff that are isolating. So yeah, get the staff tested regularly. And I think the biggest learning point that I've seen overall, other than getting to bubbles, getting your staff to test on the way the night before they come back to work so that you know they're safe to return, testing them regularly so that you can only go... You only think two days and three days back before you know that like they were safe. Have an action plan in place. Um, if you've got a plan it's, and your staff team know what to do, it's instant, it's easy to trigger, and you can crack on with cleaning the premises, checking your staff and returning to trading straight away. Um, so whereas if you don't have a plan and someone gets noticed someone gets a notification to say they've tested positive for covid and then you're sat there thinking right what do i need to do do i need to do this do i need to do that who do i need to call if you've got a step-by-step action plan it just saves time and it means you can be reopening quicker um so yeah definitely get a written action plan in place for the time for that time when it Hopefully it'll never happen, but if you do need it, it's there. Now, by no means am I a COVID regulation expert. I just wanted to share some of the stories and some of the things I've seen over the last couple of weeks when I've been out visiting my clients, talking to them about their accounts and their business. Um, Because the beauty of small businesses is there's so much ingenuity and initiative that, There's so much we could all learn from each other and we love sharing what we all learn from each other. So that's why I'm here today. I'm sharing these examples of what other clients have done so you can learn from that. (coughs) So hopefully that really helps and that gives you something to think about. As I say, I'm not an expert. I don't know what your local rules are. I don't know how your local council's treating these things, but just some key, now, my key takeaways from the last couple of weeks have been staffing bubbles, staff testing it themselves with lateral flow tests the night before they go back to work after a few, t- few days off, staff testing regularly and having an action plan so that you can implement things straight away. Um, so yeah, just a bit of a, some learning points that I had from the last couple of weeks I thought it would be beneficial to share with you all. Um, and as I say, again, a complete disclaimer, I am not an expert in this. I'm just sharing what I've seen and what I think has been fantastic and very innovative from small businesses. Um, so maybe we should focus on questions that I probably can answer and I will be a bit more of an expert on, hopefully. Um, so let's have a look at what questions have got coming in. We've got a few already. Um, so our first question is from Duncan on Facebook Messenger. Hi, I'm an I'm a handyman and take cash. I'm considering getting a card reader to take payments. If I do this, is there a way to automatically invoice? Uh, manually invoicing invoices for one-off customers is time-consuming. Hi Duncan, so you've got a few options. I'm going to go on the assumption you're using QuickBooks as a tool, which is fantastic. Um, what I would suggest is looking at something like iZettle or Zettle as I believe it's now called. Um, they have mobile card machines. I think you pay thirty quid for the card machine, um, and then you take that with you, connects to your phone and your phone internet. Um, you can enter your sale on the card machine. Customer can pay contactless or put the card in and into their PIN, whichever they're more comfortable with. Um, and then that information, iZettel or Zettel as it's now called, will automatically transmit into QuickBooks, so you can raise the sale. You can raise it from the banking screen, so you don't have to raise each invoice manually, unless the customer wants an invoice, then you'll need to raise it that way. Um, The other thing to look at is with QuickBooks, you can send your invoice, and you can turn on PayPal Pay Now. So it links to PayPal through QuickBooks, the customer gets the invoice in their email, big Pay Now button, and they can click on the Pay Now bit. And it will take the card details and it will take the money and it will transfer the money into your PayPal account ready to go to your bank account. So you've got two two options there. Zettel card reader, because iZettel, or Zettel as it's now called, talks really well to QuickBooks. Or you can keep invoicing people, not collecting money at the time of the transaction and sending the invoice with the Pay Now button. The issue with that one will be your confidence that the customer is going to pay. Whereas if you've got a cloud machine and you're taking the payment there and then, you know walking away that that bill's all settled and it's all sorted. Um, so I hope that helps and kind can of floor options for you there. Uh, we've got a message from Elizabeth on Twitter DM. Hi, Johan, I'm trying to import invoices from an old software to QBO. I've completed all the sample invoice CSV and the invoice seems to be where it should be. What's next? Okay. I'm not quite sure what you're asking me there, Elizabeth. So you've opened QuickBooks, you've imported using their CSV import tool, which is great. Um, so that imports all your invoices. If they're invoices that are still
1: live and need to be paid, the customer will then get uh, will then make your payment. You can match it in the bank. If they're invoices that are already paid, then you need to reconcile that. Um, but it might be worth getting in touch with a QuickBooks Pro Advisor. Um, so, if you go to the QuickBooks website, there's a Find, my, find, find an Accountant option on the top right. Um, that will have a long list of all the accountants in your area that QuickBooks Pro Advisors, and they can go through in detail exactly what you've done, what needs doing, and what the next steps are. Um, so, we're listed on there. I think we come up first in Edinburgh. Um, but the beauty of QuickBooks Pro Advisors is we can work with anyone across the UK and we do. Um, but yeah, it's certainly worth having a chat with a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, just to explain to them in detail, which you won't be able to get across in messages and stuff on here. Just explain to them in detail what you've done, what you're trying to achieve, and they can tell you what your next steps are if you need to. Uh, so I hope that helps. Um, doesn't answer the question, but hopefully directs you into the right direction for resources. Got a question from Jackie on Instagram DM. I run a shop and I'm a little confused what the rules are regarding mask wearing currently. Are and or will be on the July 19th. Any advice on how to encourage customers to wear them or to enforce it? So as I said, Jackie, I'm not an expert on this. You've also got, I also don't know where you're living and where you're trading scotland and england have different rules wales have different rules northern Ireland has different rules so what i would suggest is check with the government gateway government website for covid rules and work out what the rules are for you um, if you're not sure give your local council a ring they'll be able to help and direct you in the right direction for this um, what i'm seeing a lot of is anyone that walks into bars restaurants shops they haven't got their mask on or if they've got their mask on under their nose or something the staff are just politely asking so if they've got the mask on under their nose the staff are just saying hi sorry would you mind just lifting your mask up over your nose um or if they've not got any a mask on at all the staff are just very politely going hi can i just check you're exempt from wearing a mask not an issue if you are i just want to check most people go oh no sorry i forget and they put the mask on um so yeah, hope that helps, a bit of case study there of what I've seen working, um, but you just need to speak to, you need to check the government website for your local area, you need to speak to the local council if you're still not sure, um, and go from there, because as I say, England, Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland have all got slightly different rules about social distancing, masks, etc. So just have a look and make sure you've got it right before, uh, rather than me guessing where you are and what you're doing. Um, so I hope that helps. Carl from Twitter DM says, I like the idea of small, bit, small staff bubbles, but how do you maintain this if you only have less than, if you have staff of less than 10? <clears throat> so it's, I suppose it depends, Carl, how many staff you need to run your business on a daily basis. If you only needed three staff a day, but you've got a team of 10, I would break your team into three bubbles and have one bubble working each day. Um, Or you could have, uh, so you need five staff members working, you could have two bubbles of five. Um, If you need three staff members working, but they work a long day, you've got a long day to cover. You can have a team that work on the morning, into the afternoon, and then a team that take over. The team that's working in the morning cleans everything down and sanitizes, the next ready for the next team to walk in and start work and there shouldn't be any uh, they're wearing masks etc so they shouldn't be prolonged into intera- interaction with them um so i hope that helps with the bubbles idea it is a fantastic idea it does help protect and reduce the impact of having to uh lose all your staffing in one go due to isolation so hopefully that will keep you going um And hopefully that explains it a bit better for you, Carl, as well. Okay, our next question is from Holly on Messenger from Facebook. I own an organic food supplement business, and we want to grow our sales with digital marketing. I don't want to spend too much, but unsure which is the most cost-effective, hiring an agency or someone in-house. Do you have any advice? This is a really tricky one, Holly, because it depends where you want to advertise, Excuse me. Um, It depends on quite a lot of things. In theory, you would probably be, depending on the scale of what you're doing, you need to work out is the agency, A, is the agency actually understanding your market? There's a lot of advertising agencies out there that say they can do everything for you, but have never worked in your industry or no experience in your industry. So you need to make sure you can find someone that specializes in your industry. And then you need to look at their fees and work out what could you get for the same amount of money. So, for example, could you get someone to sit in market and do your advertising and stuff on your Facebook posts, etc., um, for the same amount or less than you're paying the agency? Because if it's cheaper to get someone in, that's great. But you have you may realize you may need to have to uh, teach them how to do it. Um, whereas the agency, if they specialise in your industry, they'll know what they're doing. They're going to know have that depth of knowledge that a new person, new employee, perhaps won't have, uh, depending on their background. Um, so I hope that helps. Obviously, you're going to have your spending budget for your adverts on Google Ads, Facebook, and so, so forth. Um, what have I? What I've seen a lot of people doing is Google ads have seen been seems very expensive. Facebook ads are a lot cheaper, but the quality of the leads can be a bit less reliable. Um, I've seen quite a few clients actually moving to YouTube adverts, which are little video adverts, because you only pay, you don't pay for the view, you pay for the click. Um, so that might be a better option for you. Uh, it depends on how you can visualise your product for the, to make it work on a video. Um, but hopefully that gives you some ideas, Holly. Um, and it's just weighing up your costs, really, and what you're going to get and the value you put on the expertise at the agency versus the value of someone starting in-house. Um, so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> our next question is from Chantel on Twitter DM. When it comes to testing, should we as a business book order the tests, or is that the individuals that should order their own as and when? So I've seen both cases where a business is prepared to pay for tests and they do bulk order um, and they send home staff with enough tests to do a month's worth of testing or something, Um, but I've also seen businesses that have said to their employees, as part of our risk assessment, as part of our health and safety, we require you to do a test Uh, This is the link you go to to get them ordered from the government website they're free of charge. Um, And you just need to record the tests and some people have got like WhatsApp groups. Some people have said, can you just take a picture and send us the the positive or negative after your test? Um, So it's entirely up to you which one you do. I would suggest if Sapphire. Willing just to order them online from the government website. Um, so I, knowing I was going out and visiting clients, I wanted to be following best practice. So I ordered a. I ordered tests. They send you seven lateral flow tests. I think it is at a time. So you just go on the website, you order it. It turned up the next day via Royal Mail. It's very quick and very easy. Um, so it's not strenuous or complicated to do it uh, for your staff. Um, so yeah either way whichever one you feel your staff will respond better to Uh, so i hope that helps chantelle kelly on facebook messenger are there any situations where you get notified do the cleaning and testing but the government still doesn't let your business reopen what should be in an action plan for COVID notifications so kelly this is down to your council area and their approach and how they interpret the risk of the COVID spreading, et cetera. Um, So I have seen where teams aren't spread out. Everyone's potentially at risk that they've had to isolate everyone. Even if they've had negative tests, they still get isolated until they've had that period of isolation the business can reopen when the staff come back. Um, But in an action plan, it should just be a step-by-step. So whoever's in the business that day can just pick up a uh like this crib sheet and go right we've had a positive alert what do i need to do right job one call the council pass on the following information job two put on social media that you're closing the shop to clean job three use the following cleaning chemicals and methods to clean your premises and surfaces etc job four might be to go and get your staff all tested I'm not, I'm not saying that is the, real, the routine, the way, but these are the things you ought to be considering. Um, so yeah, but if you speak to your local council, they'll be more than happy to give you an idea of what action plan to put together and how to do it. They're really, really helping to share the resources and share their expertise. So just get in touch with your local council and they'll be able to help, I'm sure. Uh, is Mel on Instagram DM. I accidentally marked something as paid when it wasn't. On QuickBooks, is there a way to restore the deleted invoices? Okay, Ismail. if you've marked it as paid, you've not deleted the invoice, you've just marked it as paid. So when you go into the invoice on your sales screen, on the top right, you'll have the figure of what's owed. And under that, there'll be in blue writing, one payment received and the amount and the date. Click on that and you can void the payment, which will then make the invoice ready to be paid again. Um, but I, I don't think it would have, it won't have deleted it, the invoice, that's for sure, unless you've deleted the invoice. Um, and if you have, I don't think there's a way of recovering that, um, so you have to add it back in again manually. I uh, hope that helps, Ismail. Um, Khan on Facebook Messenger, hi, Johan. Post Brexit advice, oh, I'll try my best. <laughs> I'm a consultant and I might have a, few, a new client based in Germany. Is there anything I need to be aware of regarding payments as they'll be made from a German account or is everything as easy as just issuing a normal invoice? It depends if you're VAT registered. If you're VAT registered, et cetera, then you probably need to go and speak to a local accountant and go through the entire, what you're buying, what you're selling to them, how you're doing it, how you're delivering the service, where they are, where you are, etc., and work out if you if there's any implications to that. Um, so yeah, definitely worth going and having a chat with an accountant who deals with, I've, I've not dealt with much Brexit stuff in the last six months, thankfully, um, but definitely worth going and chatting to an accountant that has, um, just to clarify your VAT and stuff like that. Uh, so I hope that helps. Ibrahim on Twitter DM, hi, Johan. I've set up MTD and got confirmation from HMRC, but QuickBooks says it's not connected, and return and the return says it's blocked. What can I do to fix this? Ibrahim, if you tried filing that and connecting it all this weekend, that's because HMRC's MTD portal was down for maintenance this weekend. If you've been trying for a few weeks now and you're struggling, then get in touch with QuickBooks uh, support team, um, They will be. you'll be able to find that on the top right of the screen when you're lo- logged into QuickBooks, and they'll do their best to help you look at it. Um, it might be though that you need to speak to HMRC if, and just check nothing's gone wrong there as well. So I hope that helps. Uh, we've got a question from Roy on Facebook Messenger. Morning, Johan. We're a small manufacturing company and we're looking to onboard an ERP solution before we start the process, I want to make sure it's all square with our accounts. What should we consider from here? Okay, so whenever you bring in any technical solution, the first thing I always say is, does it connect to QuickBooks? I'm assuming you're using QuickBooks, hence why you're asking a question on this, on this platform. Um, so always check whatever solution you're gonna be integrating into your business, will talk to QuickBooks first. Um, so you can either find
0: that out by going to QuickBooks App Store, or by going to the um, the solution provider themselves and asking them if they talk to QuickBooks.
1: Um, so that would be my first stop. Is just make sure it connects to QuickBooks. If it connects to QuickBooks and they're registered as connecting to QuickBooks, then you know it's going to work pretty seamlessly. Um, QuickBooks are very they have very high standards of the apps that connect to them and how they will and won't work. So you know they'll work well if they do connect. So I hope that helps. Okay, we are running out of time. So I'm gonna take one last question from Vicky on Instagram DM. I'm using Payroll Advance. And I want to change my payroll dates. Currently they're set for the 28th, but I but want to move to the end of the month. What should I do? Uh, right, I'm trying to think this through in my mind. If you go in the Advanced Payroll, if you go to Payroll Settings, um, you will have your payroll schedule and you can you should be able to edit in there. If you can't find that, uh, get in touch with the QuickBooks support team. They'll be able to talk you through it um, or drop me a message on Twitter or LinkedIn um, and I will get one of my payroll team to give you a call and talk you through it. Um, and that will be fine but go to QuickBooks support team first, if you can't find it. Um, And they'll be able to talk you through, I'm sure Vicky. So that's all the time we've got for questions today. The poll results are in and we asked, are you confident about business recovery in the next six months? And 100% of you said, no, you're not confident about the business recovery in the next six months. I think if we asked this question three weeks ago, That would be a very different split. I am getting exactly the same feedback from my clients. They are nervous. Everyone's nervous because we're seeing the spike in numbers. And they're worried about governments locking down and restricting trade and stuff again. And I completely understand that. Um, To help with that, what I suggest is you have... uh, Keep as much cash liquid as possible. By that, I mean... Don't go buying new equipment and stuff just yet. Keep any money in the bank accounts liquid as long as possible um, and see how you get on from there. Just keep following the rules. Uh, Keep being innovative. Small businesses are moving so quickly. It's fantastic. Um, Don't forget what you did for the last 18 months of trade. That will continue supporting you as you go. Um, So, yeah. I can understand why you're not confident about your recovery in the next six months with the current numbers, but you've already done 18 months or so, 16, 15 months, I can't remember now. You've found ways to work and survive. Um, Keep your cash liquid and keep innovating and you'll all be fine, I'm sure. Um, So thank you for tuning in. If you want to connect with me, you can send me a message on LinkedIn or on Twitter. Uh, Just search Johan Gory on LinkedIn or Gory Johan on Twitter. Coming up on Ask the Expert tomorrow is the LawTech te- law entrepreneur and professional negotiator and founder of Lawbite, Clive Ritchie. Clive Rich, having crafted agreements for the likes of Apple, Microsoft, Tesco, Fox, Pepsi, and the BBC, along with many more, Clive will be sharing his secrets into the better negotiation. And as a reminder, if you need any more advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts such as myself are there twenty four seven. And don't forget, if you are going to take part in the Be Your Own Business uh, Be Your Own Boss competition on TikTok to pitch a new idea, in which you could win investment, mentorship, and business advice then the competition closes on Wednesday. So make sure you post your TikTok before then and tag hashtag be your own boss to enter. Really enjoyed answering your questions today. I hope my examples of what I've seen other businesses doing
0: recently are gonna be helpful for you um, and have a great day. Thank you very much.